Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to a smoky edition of the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Holy man, I don't know if I've ever seen it as smoky as it is right now. Yeah, this is like full-on August BC forest fire like, smoke in, in the city right now. We had that summer where it was super smoky, yeah. and even then, like I, there were rarer days that were smokier this than this. Probably this is, as bad as that. Yeah, like I mean, you can. It's coming. It's just coming right through the windows. Like it smells like smoke in the studio right now. It's crazy. Downtown has almost disappeared from where we sit. Yeah, the sky is all weird and orange. Mm-hmm. It's funny because yesterday, like there was a little bit of haze in the air, but it was a otherwise sunny day. Yeah. And then it just blew right in. Yeah. So I don't know. Is this coming from the, the wildfires up north, or is this coming from BC? Or I I don't know. Cause yeah, I know that um, the Northwest Territories, I think it was, and like far east, were getting the smoke from BC's wildfires. Mm-hmm. And it was because of the jet stream that kind of just took it up uh, and all the way across Canada and into the east. Uh, these ones are probably maybe from up north for us, but I don't know. I don't Depends know. Which way the wind's blowing. It's yeah, supposed exactly. to be hot and dry all week into the weekend. There's a chance of rain on the weekend, which would be helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of gross. I know like you worry about people with respiratory issues. Like my both my kids have asthma. Both supposed to play baseball tonight. I don't know if they'll play in this. Oh yeah, I doubt it. Kind of gross. Yep. Kinda Not gross. good. On today's show, we're gonna talk about a ridiculous product Shauna came across on online. A clip from a show that we're watching. And etymology, a couple phrases you've definitely heard. What we're grateful for, um, Sean has given away some stuff for free on Marketplace right now and has started to encounter a bit of what I call the, the free GG jungle. The jungle. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a bit about when we had Rachel Notley in here the other day, something kind of funny happened and uh, we weren't sure if we were allowed to laugh at it or not. You could be the judge. Uh, the, both the Leafs and the Oilers are out of the playoffs now. We'll do our post-mortem on Canadian teams and their, their, their playoff performances this year. Yes. Some people texted us and said they thought this was the funniest Buck and Pat segment in a long time. Our two baseball announcers. Which is good to hear because, I mean, sometimes with these segments that we've been doing forever, I'm like, do people still enjoy these? I know. Are they still funny? Yep. So that kind of feedback uh, feels good. Well, yeah. We love doing the voices, too. We so. do. Um, and we had a pretty good laugh about a, a major purchase Shauna made recently after your out-of-context clip of the show. Holy man! An explosion on the mound, and it looks like Ray Caldwell's been hit. Oh, shit. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. As you know, I I sold my condo, and I'm moving out. Uh, And a big part of the decision to sell was that I spent a bunch of money on special assessments. It was like 30000 bucks. Yeah, you got hosed on special assessments. Bad luck, and a bunch of stuff happened at once. Um, The big expense, really, was that our elevator went. And we're not a very big building. And it's a half a million dollar job to replace oh. an elevator. And oh my goodness. that comes down to the 25 or whatever condo owners in the building. So uh, I think it came down to 25000 bucks that I paid for, for a new elevator. Um, 
Well, here's the thing, Beckler. I move out on May 30th, and it looks like this brand new elevator is coming in June 1st. Oh, no. It's officially done <laughs> on June. So I have donated $25,000 yeah. to this elevator that I'm not even going to be able to use. Not once. That's the worst purchase I've ever heard of. $25,000 to an that. elevator. They just updated. They're like, June 1st is good to go. And I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> you didn't. I was like, you know, as condo owners who have paid for this thing, I was yeah. like, I should get a freaking plaque at least or something. Okay? Yeah, they should put the names of everybody who paid for that elevator right? in the elevator for for the next generation That's of condo it. owners. That thing like, hopefully will last for quite some... Hopefully. Uh, and I paid... A good chunk of it. So I feel like I should get something out of this. Because, I mean, normally if you drop $25,000 on something, yes. it's probably a pretty exciting purchase. Mm-hmm. It's the down payment on your on your house. That's, I was getting, This is the second biggest purchase I've ever made. The first was the <laughs> condo itself and then this elevator. And not I'm even a, able to reap the benefits. Not even a vehicle or anything you'd be excited about. Hey, not just, even once. Like, I can't even ride the damn thing once. Yeah, they got to let you back in to ride that at least once. You paid for it. I was thinking I should reach out and say that. Like, I should be able to ride it whenever I want. You should give me a key for that building so that I can just go up and down just to, just to be, you know... Because I, oh, that sucks so much. I should be man. able to That's... scrunt in that thing or something. <laughs> you know, I should be able to live in it for three weeks of the year because that's how much of it I paid. Okay, <laughs> you should. It should be like a timeshare. I get my three weeks to just hang on that elevator because I paid for it. Man, I feel bad for you. Oh, I would pretty be funny. pretty bummed about that. I, th- I thought that's... it was pretty comical, actually. I was like literally like two days after I moved. Are you kidding? You should be able to take people by and show them it, it. You know, like just like you do if you get a new vehicle. I was like, oh, it. you got a new car. That's really cool. Yeah. Can I take you for a ride? <laughs> what, in your car? No, in my sweet elevator. Okay? I own 125th of it. <laughs> I don't remember who sent me this. might have been my dad um but it was a story about uh the then cleveland indians had a pitcher in 1919 named ray caldwell and in the ninth inning of a game he was on the mound and he got struck by lightning oh my god and then they revived him and he finished the game (laughs) okay and says he went on to pitch a no hitter 17 days later after getting struck by lightning so um I think baseball back then was a little different. That's insane. I don't think they'd allow a pitcher who got struck by lightning today to finish the game. To be fair, I mean, if you were still around, I, I'd, I'd want to finish. But I'm yeah, fine. I'm feeling pretty Just good. shake it <laughs> off a little. You're like, I, we're good. Spiel night at the ballpark. Ray Caldwell on the mound for the Indians. Top of nine and some dark clouds rolling in. You know what they say about never rained on the baseball diamond, so... An explosion on the mound, and it looks like Ray Caldwell's been hit. Oh, shit. He's down in the dirt. He looks to be unconscious. <laughs> Training staff is hustling out, but of course it's 1919, so the trainer is just a local butcher. Is, is he dead? I don't know. Now they're going to splash a pail of water on his head and get him back on his feet. Now he's alive. And it looks like he's going to continue pitching. Is, is he dead or alive? I don't, I don't know what's happening here. He's still smoking. He's got little wisps of smoke and electricity coming off his body. I know this is a bit disturbing, Buck, but it smells a bit like barbecue. I'm hungry. This gives throwing smoke a whole new meaning. I could eat his meat. Just a reminder of Tuesday night. We're not sure if Ray Caldwell will be on the mound or if he'll still be walking around by then. I still don't know if he's dead or alive. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. The Leafs and Oilers, of course, are both now out, so the Canadian teams are gone. I just read that the northernmost team left in the, the Stanley Cup playoffs is Vegas. Whew. 
So it's a real southern battle this year for it the Cup. sure is. Yeah. I was thinking about this, though. Do you think part of the reason these two teams lack the success is the media pressure? The Oilers and the Leafs? Yeah. Just because, first of all, obviously Canadian teams have a lot more media pressure than U.S. teams. For sure. Obviously. Yes. It, I mean, some big market U.S. teams have pressure. Yes. Like in Chicago and Boston and mm-hmm. stuff. But You're right. down south, no, they don't. No. And then, you know, these two are the, the pinnacle for sure. Like Toronto yes. and Edmonton are the worst places for any player in terms of media scrutiny. Yeah. Like, they're hands down. And then you see a team like Florida, who has zero expectations, Nobody in Florida gives a crap about the team. Right. They get to go roll into the playoffs all loosey-goosey with nothing at all to lose. Well, that's what you said when they beat Boston. Yeah. Or when it looked like they were going to beat Boston. You're like, this team has nothing to lose, right? Nobody expects anything out of them. And And I'm just like, the difference mentally to be on those two teams would be absolutely insane. But like the Leafs and, and, and Oilers were the way they were playing and statistically favored to be in the cup final. And we talked mm-hmm. about that. And then they both bowed early. And I was just like, I wonder how much of this is truly the, the media the coverage that goes along with it. I, th- well, I think it's definitely a factor, but maybe not for the reason you're thinking. Because mm-hmm. I think like, I don't know. I feel like pro athletes can handle the pressure. They've been playing under pressure their entire lives, right? At every level, they've been playing at the very top. It's true. Been playing under pressure. A lot, I think a lot of those guys thrive under pressure. But you hear them even talk about the media pressure, and you can see them getting frustrated. Like even as in the, the press conferences, in and the stuff. press conferences and stuff, as the the season went along, even and gearing up for the playoffs, and then throughout the playoffs, when you see them getting, you could see that it was getting to a point of like, shut up, I'm done with it. Like right. stop, you know. I so, think I don't know. maybe it's the expectations that the media creates for fans because mm-hmm. it's like, is this the Leafs' year? Is this the Oilers' year? They're going to go all the way to the cup, right? Yeah. Whereas I don't think anyone's really saying that in Florida. No. Because they're for one, the media isn't really covering them, so there's no one to say that. But you're still you're not unbreakable, you know. Even if you're an athlete and you're used to that pressure, like I I just feel like it would be True. a tough place to to play. And when you see players leave those two teams, and I'm I'm like. Geez, part of that probably is the media. Yeah, I forget who it was. It was traded to Nashville from a Canadian team, and they said that they were really surprised to learn that the media contingent that went on the road was only one reporter. Hmm. Like, the team had one reporter on the road, whereas, yeah. like, when the Leafs go on the road, it's a circus, oh, right? absolutely. So, you look at a player like Phil Kessel, right? And those players that just, you know, did so, and they were they were so scrutinized and so focused mm-hmm. on and then they get away from that, and they do so yeah. well. And it's just like... Man, Every hot know. dog fill eight was news, right? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, that's, it's a tough way to live. It breaks, I think. like it's a, it's obnoxious. It truly is. I also think the players don't want to play in Canada. Yeah, um, and, and I, I think, think there's other logistical reasons for that as well. But, for sure, like, yeah. one, it's the media pressure that you talked about. I mean, the weather sucks here. You mm-hmm. get taxed out the ass. Yeah. So if you were a player and had a choice of where to go, that's why you don't see any big free agent signings in Canada because nobody wants to play here. Yeah. I'd rather play in Florida, too, if I was a pro athlete, right? Totally. You don't pay any income tax. You get to lay on the beach when you're not playing hockey. Yeah. Or you could be in Edmonton, <laughs> suffering through an Edmonton winter and all the scrutiny that comes with playing for the Oilers. I know. And paying 50% income tax or whatever. Like, what would you rather do? When's the last time a Canadian team won the Cup? 93? Yeah. And I, part I of me, I wonder. I just always wonder. I'm like, yeah, I, and you're right. It's a combination of other things as well. But I think the pressure has got to be really tough. The four teams left in the cup finals, I don't think existed the last time a Canadian team won the cup. So I don't know. It, I don't think it'll be anytime soon that you see no. the cup return to Canada. Because I just, I think of all the things we talked about yep. here, 
There's just a lot of factors that we we put against our teams here. And Shauna podcast. You and I were kind of cracking up yesterday. Um, if you missed it, we played some clips from our interview with Rachel Notley, which we did on Friday, the NDP leader, and you can hear that on our podcast. Yes. It's about 18 minutes long or so, and it was. I thought it was a good conversation. It's a good chat. Yeah. Um, but the, at one point, she said something that you and I both thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, she was you, you. You had asked her what she what what things she would get rid of that the UCP has done if the NDP is elected this election. Yes, and she mentioned specifically the Sovereignty Act and how they would scrap that. Here's the clip. Even though she's sort of walked that back since. She's sort of walked it back, but, you know, she walks a lot of things back and then she walks a lot of things forward and then she goes for a little walk in a circle. And the reality is, is that, that, that the, the act. Thought, <laughs> oh my God. And when, uh, when Rachel Notley was sitting in here, you, oh. you and I both glanced at each other. We're like, okay, that's funny. It's really that's, funny. That's, that's really, whether or not you agree with her, that's funny. Well, and it's so but, funny because we, we try, again, we're, we're supposed to be, uh, you know, bipartisan or, or non-partisan. Non-partisan, me. yes. Um, and so when we have these, these leaders in and we're trying to get every leader in that we can, so yeah. then she has a joke like that. And for some reason, I was like, I don't think I should laugh at this, but I really want to laugh at I that because that's way. just funny. Like, funny is funny. Good joke. Whether good or not, joke. It's a good joke, whether good or not joke. you agree with her. Yeah. But I don't know, like, how do how do journalists do it? How do real journalists do it? If you're interviewing someone and you got to remain impartial and they say something funny. Yes. Laughter is not, you know, it's it's not, laughter is not partisan. Laughter nope. is not. No, and if you're, yeah, people will see that as, uh, there's people who are so critical. And if you, if I was to laugh, that yeah. would be like, oh, we're just sucking up like, to her they're now. They're in the bag or like, for the NDP. Exactly, right? And it's like, no. So neither of us laugh. We're just... We're sitting like, there like this, looking at each other, like, hmm. That's objectively funny, I think. She yeah. sort of walked it back, but, you know, she walks a lot of things back, and then she walks a lot of things forward, and then she goes for a little walk in a circle, and the reality that's is, a good joke. it's a good joke. That's and the, a good joke. Her delivery was money. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was, yeah, slipped so, right in there. Permission to laugh at that? Can yeah, are laugh? we allowed? Is that okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. The video from that interview is now up at x99.ca, if you care to see it, we'll be pushing out some social media clips over the next uh, few days. We got a message in front of the show, Brett, and he said, permission granted to laugh. Funny is funny. Donald Trump said a lot of funny things. My laughter was in no way a support of him or his politics, but he sure made me laugh a few times. There you go. Yeah. I mean, true. The true humor is involuntary, isn't yeah. it? Like you, you know, something is really funny if you disagree with it and you still laugh at it. It's true. It's like, I can't, this is, this is just you a just reaction to my body. Funny like, things. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his example of Donald Trump is is great. Donald Trump said some hilarious stuff. He said some awful stuff, too. Absolutely. But he also said some funny stuff. I remember one time we were all hanging out. I mentioned to one of our friends that I thought Donald Trump had said some funny things. And this friend was not impressed with me. Oh. He said, I forget what his exact words were, but he, he basically said that too many of his family members had been oppressed under Nazi Germany for him to laugh under, about any of that. And I was like, I don't really know how... Me laughing at this funny thing Trump said is at all related to that, but... Yeah, I mean... Okay, hey. I didn't want to push the issue. Nope. So, um, the funniest thing Donald Trump ever said, in my opinion, and if you... If I've, if I've talked about this before, but, but you can stop me, but it was during one of the debates, I think in the Republican primary, when he was talking about building the wall, and <laughs> someone pushed back, and they're just like, well, that's... Like, that's not really how it works. He's like, Mexico is going to pay for it. He's like, that's not really how it works. You can't just make them pay for it. And he just, he, Donald Trump said, the wall just got 10 feet bigger. <laughs> Which is like, you're crazy, man. Oh, my that's Lordy so feet. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, 
Funny is funny. Yeah. Like, that's why I think um, sometimes some of the satirical news outlets that are clearly partisan aren't as funny. You know, like, it's only funny if you already agree with it in the sense that, like, it becomes comes kind of clapter then. You know, like when a comedian says something really agreeable to the audience and they don't laugh, they clap? Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like, you know, with the Beaverton and... Interesting. And that sort of thing. It's like... So the odd time they'll come up with something that's pretty clever, but yeah, a lot of the time you're like, meh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, something that's truly funny, you'll laugh at whether you agree with it's it or true. not. It's true, yep. The Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. If you go to shaneholmes.com slash offers right now, uh, until the end of the month, if you're looking to build in the neighborhood of Midtown and Airdrie, you can get an Alston model home from the 679s. And it really is a beautiful home. I'm looking at it right now on their website. Just uh, just shy of 2,000 square feet. Um, and I think these lots are on the canal, too. So oh, yeah. Like you, could, you could back a water feature there. That's pretty not awesome. Not have rear neighbors uh, for under 700 grand in Midtown in Airdrie. It's a great deal. More info at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I've been posting some things up on Marketplace to get rid of them recently. And uh, I posted a couple things for free recently. And my God. I had an exchange. With, so this one guy reaches out and it was this chair. And it's a, it's quite a nice chair. And I posted it for free. I was like, you know what? If you're willing to come pick it up and take it out of here, it was super heavy. I was like, it's yours. It's this old antique, like wooden chair. So this guy reaches out to me. And so first of all, he says, what are the what are the measurements? And I happen to be at my place. And I'm like, all right, I'll measure it up for you. So then I send him the message. And then he goes, what's the depth? <laughs> Pushing it, bud. Uh-huh. So Pushing I, it. I gave him that. Okay. I was like, you know what? And there's what's the color? Chestnut. It's in the Sir, photo, dude. It's chestnut. He goes, it looks small. I said, well, those are the measurements I sent you. So it's not. He goes, is it for children? And I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, are you a giant? It's like, free. It's massive. Dude. I know. I it's know. It's free. You should... You shouldn't be allowed to ask any questions on free marketplace. The question should be, are you available for me to come pick this up right now? That's the only thing you should be allowed to ask on free marketplace. And I was humoring him because I actually couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like you're asking me to do all this work for something that's free. So I kind of just kept going. And then he goes, is it for dogs? And I'm like, (laughs) you're at this point, you're trolling me. It sounds like maybe he was. Holy crap. Like, but then no, because he was like, no, I'm so sorry. Because immediately then I was like, look, dude, it's free. Like, do you want it or not? And then he was like, oh, I'm so sorry for bothering you. And like kind of then backed right off. And I'm like, yeah, you've got to be considerate of people's time. People are throwing things on free marketplace just to get rid of them. Yep. Like it's free. There's nothing wrong with the chair. I even <laughs> gave you the bed. Take the damn chair or shut the hell up. Yeah, like it I was, will not answer any questions about <sighs> items on free marketplace. It is like, a juggle out there, Beckler. I, I know it was right. hilarious. <laughs> like as if he's addition. He's interviewing me for something that he is getting for free. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it. It's so funny because was it last week we were talking about free. Marketplace for G- free GG, free yeah. GG, and free marketplace. Yep. And you're like, it's just great, you know. And I was like, I don't know if you, if you've hit any of the bad parts of it yet, because it is a real jungle. To be fair, that's the everyone else has like picked everything up right away, and it's been great. But well, this guy good. was, it was killing me. I was There's just like, this is so funny. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I, th- I just found it comical. I was like, I should keep going with him. How many more questions is getting asked me about this yeah, thing? It's poor etiquette. Holy. It's poor etiquette. I'm not gonna start taking measurements <laughs> and stuff. Or just come get it or don't. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Is Come it for dogs? Holy. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know, when you have 
weather events like this happening in the province right now with the wildfires up north, uh, it really puts your problems into perspective, doesn't it? It does. When you yeah. see people who are like fleeing their town, fleeing their homes. It's awful. And it's it, it sucks because, of course, yesterday I was enjoying the warm weather so much. And I was like, oh, it's so nice today. And then I'm like... Yeah, there's a lot of people who are being evacuated because it's way too hot. You almost feel a little guilty for enjoying it, don't you? And then today, of course, it's smokier than hell out there. I know. Um, But I figured we could rip a what are you grateful for? Yeah. you do count your blessings when you see... You sure do. You know, people going through that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. uh, what are you grateful for, Shauna? Other than the Oilers getting bounced from the lofts, I mean, which that, I think we're all collectively grateful absolutely. for. Absolutely. I mean, that's the big one. don't to them anymore. Definitely. So. Um, I'm actually grateful for my cousins. Your cousins? Uh, are they hot? Nope. Um, thank you, though, sassy boy. Um, we, don't, we don't marry our cousins over here. Anyway, uh, they live close to my parents uh, in Ontario, and my parents have a cabin, and they're getting a little bit older right now, and it's becoming tougher for them to open the cabin and do that kind of thing. And my cousins will go over, and they help them open the cabin and put the dock in for them and do all this stuff. And just having them close by to my parents when I can't be there is such a huge relief. So they step up if anything all the time needs with, to be done with your parents? Especially at the cabin because they actually have a cabin on the same lake. Okay. So it's just amazing to have them there and to know that if anything any issues come you know that they're always there and my parents can call upon them and they're kind of the, the me when I can't be there. So Do they live in the same city? Yeah, they live parents? close by. Okay. Yeah, not the same city but in the GTA. So Cuz I know as you know as our parents for people of our generation as they start to age, mm-hmm. I mean they will need some help. Yes. Right? And if you can't be there to help them, you hope there is someone who can. Yeah, and so, it's a ways away. I, it's a flight yeah. to Ontario for me, but for them they can just rope up there and be there. So Grateful for your cousins. Yeah, my the family over there. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. What about you? Um it was funny. So my parents were visiting on the weekend, and I remember when we were growing up, when when we were when we were young, my dad he could never watch any like home videos of us or look at old photos of us because he'd get sad. Oh. And he said it's because like it seems like it was just yesterday, and your kids grow so quickly, right? Yep. So I'm just very grateful that I get to spend so much time with my boys at the phase they're at right now. They're so much fun. Like the last few nights we've been going to the park after supper to throw the baseball around, and like yes. what is better in the world oh, than playing man. catch? With your two kids at the park. It's not much. Like, what more could anybody want out of yep. life? So I'm very grateful that I get to spend so much time with them. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Got a couple for you. Uh, both of these are poop related, so I'm sorry. It just happens to be what it is. Uh, the first one is the shit hits the fan. So, funny saying when you really think about it. Really you funny really saying. really visualize it. Oh my God, right? It's going to be a mess. So it's kind of cloudy where this one comes from. Some actually believe it originated in Canada. So we're to blame. And it was colorful language the Canadian military used. Nobody knows why, but it was just, it started there and that's kind of how it spread. And people think Canada's to blame, which I love. Um, others though think it comes from an old joke. So the joke is this. A man in a crowded bar needed to poop, but couldn't find a bathroom. So he went upstairs and used a hole in the floor. Returning, he found everybody had gone except the bartender who was cowering behind the bar. When the man asked what had happened, the bartender replied, where were you when the poop hit the fan? The shit hit the fan, in other words. And uh, the image of that chaos that would... Again, because when shit hit the fan, yes. it's just such a good visual that it stuck and it spread and it became a very common saying. It does seem like the type of phrase that could have military origins. Yes. You know, for totally. soldiers who are serving in a real messed up situation. So, yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, there's that one. Uh, and then along with that, there's the saying, the short end of the stick. Okay. So, you yeah. know, when you say that means like you got the crappier end of, of something. So short end of the stick. Uh, it doesn't make sense when you think about it. It doesn't. A stick is the same length from either end. Exactly. So some people think that it originated in medieval England. Uh, there were instruments that were kind of shaped like hockey sticks that were kept in the outhouses or the privies, as they say, in place of toilet paper. And you'd take the long end and the short end would be used to wipe your bum. That's what they used to do. And there's lots of evidence of this. So the thing is that it's That's super gross. By disgusting. The way. Yeah. In the dark, if you're reaching around the outhouse and you're trying to grab a stick and you accidentally grabbed the short end. You get the crap covered end. You'd be grabbing the covered end of the stick. So some people think that's where that came from. It was from the poop sticks that they used to have in outhouses. In Who came up with boob sticks? I <laughs> don't know, but that's it, the worst. I've heard of all these different methods all over the world. That's maybe the worst. It's the most common. If you read up all kinds of cultures, and it's the thing. A lot of the times they'd wrap a cloth around the poop stick, but oh, a poop okay. stick has been a very common thing. That's better than everyone sharing the same stick. Oh my God, I know. Can you imagine? Like that wow. is just disgusting. Everything about that, and then just wiping with a stick. Like that's not very effective. <laughs> What are you doing? You need something on that stick. You anyway. Grab the short end. Yeah. Don't. Whoa. Every time I say that saying now, though, I'm going to be reminded of that. It's terrifying. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We're always looking for shows that we can all watch together at our house. Totally. Uh, we just finished Cobra Kai, which wasn't entirely appropriate for the kids. But, yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, close enough. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. Ton of fun. Uh, so we started this other one called Zero Chill, and it's about this Canadian family that moves overseas uh, to pursue their son's hockey career. Oh, wow. And then their daughter's figure skating dreams kind of get lost in the shuffle. It's a... Uh, I don't think we'll finish it. I think the boys might, but I'm not real digging it. Okay. But anyway, there's one line uh, where the dad is talking about how, where they're talking about how they miss Canada, the dad and the daughter. And I'll just play that clip for you right here. I really miss it. Yeah, I know. I miss the wind. They have wind here. Oh, but not like in the Chinooks. With all that warm air coming in over the mountain. The English wind is just uh, windy. Yep. I got to disagree with you there, man. I got to disagree with you. Were I to move away from this place, I would not miss the wind. But those Chinooks that bring in the warm temperatures, I'd miss that. But it's not the wind that you'd miss, it's the warmth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but the it's wind the is warm what brings the warmth, right? No one looks ahead in the forecast in the winter and is like, oh, it's going to be so windy later this week. Okay, but yeah. he's talking about the Chinook winds, right. which do bring warmth. And unfortunately, I know you hate wind so much, but with those winds does come the warmth. So you've got to really pick. You have to say at that point you actually appreciate the wind, Beckler. Yeah, I don't think I, I, don't think I do. No, not the days when it's like crazy windy. We've talked about this before many, many times, but it is hilarious because when I was growing up, growing up in Ontario, when it was humid as hell, when the wind would roll in, you'd be like, oh, thank God, give us a little breeze just to cool you off a little bit. And then you come to the prairies and everybody's like, I hate the friggin' wind. Yeah. It's awful because here it brings the frigid, frigid temperatures and That's there right. it brings the relief from heat. So very different rarely, versions of wind. Rarely does it get hot enough here where like you're, you you're, want where the breeze is welcome, right? Yeah. Instead, we get the wind in the winter mm-hmm. when it makes minus 20, minus 35. That's true, so. except for Chinooks. Even then, it's the temperature change that we like. It's yes, not the but actual the wind, wind is what itself. Brings it, but that's what it, the Chinook winds. I'd be like is saying what brings you like the pressure. Warmth. I like pressure changes. 
That's what that's what causes. But without the, the Chinook wind, we wouldn't get the warmth. Hmm. So you have there to are decide. days though. There are days when the temperature will go up in the winter because of a Chinook, but it's not actually windy here. You know where it's not like blowing you down the street. It was because the wind came in earlier and then put it, and then it's good again. But yeah, it's always because of the winds. I would not miss the wind. <laughs> I could go to the stillest place on earth, and I'd be like, "This is." This is great. That is going on your tombstone, <laughs> by the way. I am making sure that there is something about your hate for wind in your eulogy on your tombstone. Because this is Just something that... My epitaph can be, there's no wind when you're dead. Right? Okay. I don't care it's if it's gone. hell or heaven, there's no wind. He's in the ground now, yeah. and it's not windy down there. It's perfect. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got targeted this ad for something called the Multifunctional Smart Bed yesterday. And Beckler, I just sent this to you because, <laughs> like, take a look at this. This is a, it is the, a Wayfair item. It's a Wayfair item, but I looked it up, and it's actually a, a few different companies have okay. a similar idea of this. And it's the most ridiculous-looking thing I've ever... It's it's a mishmash of literally everything you could possibly think of mixed together. Okay, I'm just trying to... It's got everything going on, so it's like... So there's a recliner chair as part of the bed, and then there's a storage. There's an ottoman that pulls out. Yeah, there's... Cabinets. There is a tray. There's cup holders. Is that there is a, a four, radio? Or uh, a, that is a fourteen plug in bay of plugs okay, because you need that. You got some drawers. You got a built in nightstand and light. A built in light like this thing. The whole bed is a reclining bed. It like is, it sits up like a hospital bed. There's so much going on. Like it, it looks like something that a kindergartner would dream up. But it makes no logistical <laughs> sense. Like I'm like. <laughs> It reminds me of Homer Simpson's car. Oh, my God. Just, oh my, that's, my little puberty voice there. Uh, Homer Simpson's, you know, like where he puts everything in the car? Yes. It it looks like something out of Willy Wonka's factory. You yeah. know, like something you're like, this is not what somebody in real life would ever want in their head. Like, why do we need? It's like they had a focus group and they're like, what would you guys like in a bed? Yeah. And someone's like, it'd be cool if it reclined. It'd be cool if it had like. USB ports. Be yep. cool if it had cup holders. Be cool if it had drawers. Uh, and there's like everything. Again, everything they say, put it in the bed. It's like they ask the kindergartners, and they're all like, "I want, I want a car that is wanna, also everything else." You're like, I "Okay, I want a pony gonna, in my bed. We could do a pony in the bed." We're gonna put this together. We got this. Genius. <laughs> it's something that like an Oompa Loompa on mushrooms would dream up. You know, it, the strangest. It, this is too much. And then my experience with uh, the prices on on Wayfair is like this bed would be twenty thousand dollars, right? Yeah, it's like I think it was like six, okay. but. Again, this is just... Uh, we we don't, didn't even mention that it's white leather. The yeah, whole right. thing is white leather. Because that's what you need as well. A white leather bed. Practical for everybody involved. The Monica Multifunctional Smart Bed. Yeah. What a monstrosity. I don't... Uh, this yeah. is just too much. I get when people want luxury items and you want something that does everything. This is too far, though. Okay? Let's take it back a bit. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. Yeah, my favorite uh, club is the uh, Foot Wedge. That's the best one. That's a, that's a Fred joke, isn't that? That is. <sighs> Golf. You gotta do it. <laughs> Golf, you gotta do it. <laughs> 
X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.